Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one trippy laughing minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez and the Starlighters. <laughs> and I'm Chelsea Kern. And today we are going back to minute 83, which begins with Lorraine saying, George, help me please. <sighs> and ends with... <laughs> Biff laughing at Lorraine. You know, Death Becomes Her makes a lot more sense after watching these minutes. Yeah. God, I really need to revisit that movie. It's not on a Blu-ray. I don't need to be. <laughs> no? It's, I, it's, that's a movie, you know, those movies that, you know, people are like, well, it's not for everybody. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those everybody's. <laughs> oh, like, I'm, I see. I'm not a fan of it, but like, I, I, I get that it's a work from a very talented filmmaker and like, some people like it. Gotcha. It's like uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I have no idea how how it holds oh up. Oh God, at all. you saw that when you were a kid? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my because my uh, my 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 parents would rent stuff from uh, uh, the the grocery store. The local grocery store had yes. a video store oh, rental place in that. it. Hell yeah. Um, and so they would rent stuff, and then they would they would rent like three movies like every other day, mm-hmm. and they would uh copied them onto onto VHS. <laughs> so we had like we had a closet full of like pirated movies oh off of VHS tapes see, we, that we rented from Kroger. See, we used to just record them off the TV. Yeah, we never did that. We would do it from the from the video. We had two VCRs and they were connected to each other. Oh, yeah, you smart. were a fancy fancy yeah. person. Yeah, we two went for it. I mean, pirates. yeah, we were fancy pirates. Yeah. Very fancy pirates. <laughs> You're like the bad guys um, cuz am. Yeah. For real. Uh, so, uh, okay. So then, so this is the moment where this opens basically with the moment where George says, no Biff, you leave her alone. So like George is really stepping up, yeah. you know, like he doesn't have to be doing this, but he's like, no, I have to do this. Yeah. It's, it's, um, he, it's, you know, George becomes it's admirable. Yeah. Very admirable. But I will say, I wish there had been I wish there had been more uh, of like George having like uh, an unrequited crush on Lorraine mm-hmm. something something to like establish that she means more to him somehow than just like the girl that Marty said that he should be with yeah that's, that's true yeah I could see that. Because it, 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 it really does feel like he's just doing whatever Marty says. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of like, you know, I, like just, just a thing where it's like, oh, wow, yeah, no, that would be great. Lorraine's really great. But, I mean, she doesn't notice me. And you know, I've liked I, Lorraine since the first grade. Yeah, yeah, or something. Just just something, just a little throwaway line somewhere. Yeah. That would have been nice. Well, Scott, he, nice. He, he loved watching her undress from afar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like like I said when we watched that minute, I had no idea that was Lorraine until we watched it minute to minute. So really, yeah. Um, <laughs> you think maybe in the eyes of, of of Gale or Zemeckis or Spielberg that it was like, well, the fact that the audience knows that they're married, like, like maybe they thought that was like enough. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. But it wasn't a happy marriage, is the problem. No, like, it, it was, seemed it was... like it actually seemed like an unrequited marriage from the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it seemed like she was really into him, and he interest. That's an interesting movie where it's like Marty learns, like, oh, whoa, they were not supposed to get married. 
Right. <laughs> I'm just right. not supposed. I'm just not supposed to exist. Yeah. Whoops. I have to choose between life or my mom and dad living happy lives. <laughs> God. That'd be weird. Oh, dark. It's like the I Dan, um, Dan Harmon's Back to the Future. <laughs> so Biff stands up, and then that made me realize, like, what in the world is Biff wearing? <laughs> I think he's wearing he... the clothes of other kids that he beat up. <laughs> That's exactly it. He's wearing he's wearing a, a a jacket looks like like some kind of like baseball jacket kind of thing, and he's got unbuttoned except for the bottom button, mm-hmm. and then he's wearing a t-shirt that he's then he's put a tie around his neck, but there's no collar. It's just a t-shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a tie around his neck. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. A weird outfit. Wait, hang on. Can we go back for a quick second? Yeah. Because before he gets out of the car. And Lorraine, like, jumps up and she's like, George, help me. He pushes her back. Did anybody else hear her head, like, slam into the freaking door? Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, Lorraine. I know, right? Like, he's just like, boom. She, uh, yeah, and then, like, when Biff just, like, tosses her around her, around him. Yeah. To get yeah. out of the car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, her dress is getting everywhere. It is. Her, 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 her flowy, <laughs> puffy dress. I think her dress is the only thing saving her, really. Probably. Good. Where is this just dress in? Yeah, he just can't figure out how to get through all the layers. Exactly. Yeah, like I think sheet. it's saving her. Um, so thank God for poofy dresses, I guess. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So then Biff says, you're asking for it. Now you're going to get it. And then, like, I mean, do you guys understand where I'm coming from yeah, with the home oh, yeah. I, I, absolutely. absolutely. This is, like, that's, who says that? Yeah. Like, maybe Biff's- I, it feels like, it feels like it's like a lost angle on the character where that was going to be like an ongoing joke of him saying like, gay, yeah, like, like, gay, yeah, like, homoerotic like, stuff. Like homoerotic yeah. double entendres. Right, and not realizing that he's saying it, and that was going to be a joke. And it's like they dropped that angle, but then a couple of them just kind of slipped back in. You better get out before I put it in. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, my God. Oh, no. But the other bullies are like, yeah. like they're, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's going to put it in, you Irish bug. Oh, so after he says that, he just stares at him menacingly, and then George go like punches him. Yeah, he, he he goes for it. The only problem is he punches him like he's like he's breaking a piece of wood in karate class. Sure. Um, this guy, and then, but it and makes so, sense. Like you know, he you know he well he murdered his dad before he could teach him how to punch. Right. Yeah. So he so he uh, gets his arm caught by Biff, and then Biff twists it around, and then we get the third and most homoerotic moment. Sure. Of Biff and George, which is just like, oh, my God. Like, I guess I've never because I've never scrutinized the movie this much. Sure. I mean, this is this is like straight out of Nightmare on Elm Street part two. Like, no. Yeah, it's a very. Um, yeah. And, and like, again, I'm kind of into uh, Zemeckis, like just not playing this part for laughs at all. Yeah. Right, right. Like it's, I mean, this is scary. It's really it's scary. scary. And Biff kind of becomes – he elevates from like a goofy Amblin like bully to like – yeah, like an equal opportunity like serial like sex offender like monster. Right. 
I mean, it's really, it's like, it, I mean, it's you in that moment, you can totally see what Biff would be like in prison. Yeah. Like this is, this is like an American history X moment. Yeah. You know, you know like, like you have expected like JK Simmons from Oz, like to like wander up and yeah. Yeah. It's real bad. It's real bad. So, okay. Taking the homoerotic, uh, element out of the equation is Biff just like slowly breaking his arm. Yeah. Or just like giving that, the most epic Indian burn of all time. Yeah. <laughs> It's really, or is he like trying to pull his arm out of his socket? Like, what, what is, what is he doing, and why is he doing it so slowly? I think he's just twisting the arm. I mean, I think when you do it like that, it it does kind of start to pull it out of the socket. Yeah. I don't know which would happen first: would his arm come out of the socket, or would it break? I mean, we're about to find out. <laughs> I don't know if we are. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I've seen I this before. Where the pressure is on your arm, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't be the first um, movie where Chris McGlover loses an arm. It's true. Uh, Hot tub time. And then, and then Lorraine fights back. Yeah. She fights back and uh, and gets shoved down um, by her face and lands on her on her rump. On her rump. On her rump. And yeah. George does not have that big poopy dress, so it can't hurt that yeah. bad. Right. Yeah. I, I, there's definitely like an updraft happening when that happens. Cause, Cause, she kind of bounces, yeah, little, and it and it it seems like there was like some sort of updraft, like air resistance with her dress <laughs> going on. Um, oh, we forgot to mention <clears throat> Marvin Barry uh, slices his hand with the screwdriver. Yeah, I always feel bad for Marvin. <clears throat> like he was just trying to help, and like he really hurt himself, and like yeah, but I, well, I mean, and he did because he he sliced his hand open with a screwdriver, which which makes no sense to me. Well, like oh yeah, you can do it because it's sharp enough that if you did it hard enough, you could rip your hand open. He didn't he didn't slice his hand open; he ripped it open. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've definitely ripped my hand open on something that isn't supposed to be sharp. Hmm. Yeah. When there was a tiny Canadian in your trunk. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, but yeah, his, his hand is, is messed up. If, if he, if he ripped it open with a screwdriver, it's really messed up. But you know what I'll say is like, maybe don't s- wiggle your screwdriver around so erratically. Yeah, right? like, it, you don't have to do that to open the car. Like, are you trying to break your lock open? Well, I mean, what I else know. is he going to do? I mean, you pick the lock with the screwdriver. Can you do that with a screwdriver? Not with locks now, but in the 50s you could. Oh. Yeah. Locks were very simple mechanisms in the <laughs> 50s. That's um, You just have to, like, lift the lock pin or whatever in the in the hole. And that's it. I think I think that's all he's trying to do, and, and he does it, but, you know. Slices his hand open in the process. Yeah, sacrifices his hand in the process. Um, and I love that, like, like Marty, Marty jumps out of the car and throws the keys to whoever owns them. And he, he stops to ask, who are, whose are these? Because <laughs> he doesn't, God forbid he gives them to the wrong person. Yeah, of course. Like, we're all friends, dude. Like, yeah. You're getting, so he just, he, yeah. He gave it so to me. Just, it's like, mine now. It's my screwdriver. <laughs> so he gives them the keys and then runs off, you know, saying thank you. Um, and I just, I love, like, from the perspective of those guys, they're just like, uh, 
un- ungrateful? Yeah. Like, what the yeah, hell? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to go, but I mean, from their perspective, like, we're we probably going to go beat up those guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, op- he's running in the opposite direction. Okay. Well, he's just scared. Maybe he's a little bit he's embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, I just, from their perspective, it's just like we, they just saved this this little white kid and, and he just runs away. A little yeah. pecker, peckerwood? Yeah, a little peckerwood. Yeah. Um, Runs away like a peckerwood. Little peckerwood boy. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, from Marty's perspective, he's trying to go save his mom. Yeah. But uh, it's very important. <laughs> but from their perspective, it's just... I gotta I, save I, my mom! <laughs> right. What did he say? <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah. B- Biff's, Biff's laughter. Like, you could... <laughs> I love you could make, it's like, awful. a... You could, it's, oh, you could make like a scary like it's it's like a Pee Wee Herman dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you have to expect like to see like a bicycle being like lowered into a vat of like acid. Right, or that thing where like he's laughing and then the background disappears and it's just like a spinning dun 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 dun. dun yeah, dun, spinning dun, thing, dun, and Biff's head is just in the middle laughing. <laughs> oh my god, terrifying. <laughs> you see Francis in like a devil costume. <laughs> That's another. That's another uh, good movie for a oh, minute by could, format. Oh, we could totally do a minute. Pee Wee's Big. <laughs> oh yeah, but I wouldn't want to do the sequel. Oh so. no, no, no. <laughs> There's a lot of movies like that where it's like it's like Ghostbusters could totally do Ghostbusters minute. Have no interest in Ghostbusters two. <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, but what can you do? Um, do a minute. That's all. Uh, that's all I got for this minute. You got anything else? Yeah, I just, I just want this to. I, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready for the. This is kind of the uh, the Empire Strikes Back of the of the show. Yeah. Well, that that <laughs> depends on who you ask. It's like you're saying it's the best part. Um, oh, no, uh, it's, <laughs> it's the. Uh, it's just the darkest. It's the darkest moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's the Deathly Hallows Part One. <laughs> it's the Deathly Hell. That's good. Good job. Um, yeah. Uh, want so to, uh, find out about us, go to backtothefutureminute.com, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. You can email us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Tweet us, yeah. tweet at us at BTCFMinute. Tumble at us at bttfminute.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook. Leave a review on iTunes. And as always, you can listen to our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, which, Scott, I've got some news for you. Major shakeups oh. coming to The Doctor's Companion. Uh, and as always, Geek by Night, featuring Chelsea Kern as Gretchen West. Hashtag where is Gretchen. And yeah. uh, as always, you can listen to our uh, sister and brother podcasts. Goodfellas Minute and Star Wars Minute, and I just did all of that from memory. It good work. I was following along on the script with you. That's good. Boom. Good work. 80, good 83 work. episodes. I was screwed before you. <laughs> I all think right. that, was my, that was my hero's, hero's moment. I think so. Uh, all right. We will see you tomorrow with Minute 84. Bye. Bye. Bye.